Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Frontiers Podcast. Hey, we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to interview one of the people that's active on the gun platform. We like to call them gunslingers. My name's Cal Evans. I'm your host, and my special guest today is Mr. John North. Say hi to everybody, John. Hello, everyone. Now, John, the first thing I always like to ask uh, programmers when I'm uh, getting to know them is, how did you get into programming? Um, it's a special kind of pain that only certain people do. So what brought you into it? Around the turn of the century, I found myself in Maryland, Gaithersburg, and uh, you know, moved out, to, out there after I graduated with a math degree to live with my girlfriend. And I realized that they were paying statisticians about $28,000 a year which even in 1999 was not that much money. So I looked in the newspaper and I found I'm probably the last person in history who will get a job from a classified ad. I started my career at a little startup in, in Ruston, Virginia, that was doing um, bond trading platforms in C++. And I had, I had just happened to take two courses in C and C++ and thus began a 25-year odyssey with really no planning, forethought, or any other such thing. That is fascinating. So you had some C experience or C++ experience and you just decided to, to jump right into it? I knew what a class was basically. And they're like, great, show up and, and do some, you know, user interface programming for us. And that was about the last time I did serious user interface, like that first year. And that was it. This is like yeah, Corba. So this was like objects wow. over the wire, you know, 1.0. Yep. I remember Corba. I'm also not allowed to do front end work. Um, my wife, the lovely and talented Kathy, is a great designer and a UX person. And um, she has forbid me from doing anything on UX. Uh, I'm great on the middleware and the back end. I can sling a, or I can massage yeah. a database like anybody, but um, she does not let me do anything that people can actually see. Hey, um, so you've had. 20 some odd years now of work. Obviously you've had some interesting projects. Tell me about your favorite project. Maybe some recency bias here, but the thing that I liked the most that I did, you know, in the last five, 10 years, I worked for the seed stage startup that was basically about to founder. Um, they had, they had a, their prototype. It was pulling in market data about crypto exchanges. This would be trades and orders. So basically the order book for Bitcoin from Coinbase or from Binance or whatever, and then the existing trades over the last N, right? And, you know, on the basis of this information, they were going to do some analytics. They would basically put it in a data lake and they would manipulate it a little bit and give you some volume weighted average price, some, you know, initial reads that different trading firms might want, like sort of first at level analytics, aggregation, ontology, all that stuff. And my job was basically to build up the whole market data platform. So basically build the ability to scrape N exchanges where N, the initial N was like 20 and build that so the, the latency was minimal with, a, with an SLA in, you know, like the several seconds range. Uh, where you, the idea was you'd get it from the exchanges and you'd drop it off at a Kafka topic. And the Kafka topic would write to another Kafka topic and so on as the transformations from raw to ontology to, you know, price, for example, uh, would, would occur. Those things would also write out to the data lake and, you know, the, we would run queries with Athena over them. And this is Amazon, so it was as, you know, Amazon Athena, basically SQL over uh, files in Parquet format. So, so the, the gist of this was I didn't know anything about AWS walking in the door. I didn't know anything about um, Kafka. So I learned about both of those things. And 
you know, like over the course of about six months of 80 hour weeks, I was able to pull together a distributed system, you know, based on lessons I had learned in several other jobs, like things I'd seen going well and poorly, other people's work, my work, you know, my successes and failures. And this was sort of my initial opus, like the thing that I was able to build that says, okay, I think I know how to throw a distributed system together that can be highly available and that can prove that it meets its SLA. And the reason I said that's like my favorite project is like a couple of years after that project was done, I looked back and I'm like, I could probably do this for a living. Like I could probably launch a consultancy off of this. And that is literally what I have done. So wow, pretty good stuff. Uh, that is impressive. You know, listening to you talk, it, it strikes me that most of the great programmers that I know are like you in that they are not, I don't know how to say this um, so that people understand it. They're not in-depth um, heads down coders. The great programmers that I know, know how to figure things out and learn. And they, they can go in and they can say, yeah, I can see that's going to happen, but we're going to need this technology. And then they go out and figure out how to use that technology. And, and uh, it just amazes me. The more people I talk to, um, the more I run into that type of person when I'm dealing with the, the really talented programmers. Um, and the junior level programmers are the ones I usually find that are, I'm going to focus on this one technology. And um, if they make the jump to, um, hey, I can figure out and how to do more of those, then they become the the, the really good ones. Hey, um, I like let's round it out, uh, close out with this one question, uh, because all of us are more than just programmers. Uh, tell me about one hobby you have outside of tech. It's going to be a very, very cliche, but it is the case that for 15, 20 years, I've had an increasing interest in cooking. I like to put together on the fly. I mean, this is the sort of purple unicorn crap that I like to do in my job. I like to throw together moderately gourmet meals in an extremely fast fashion and put them down in front of my family or put them down in front of my guests. So like I'm looking for a combination of visual beauty, which is not how I, I put systems together. I am your backend guy. I don't care about physical beauty at all in systems. However, when it comes to putting food in front of people, I want a color balance. I want a selection of beautiful textures, you know, like all the, all the different things that make, you know, like an artistic experience out of food. And then, you know, like I want to be able to cook, like healthy food. I want, I want, anyway, I want a whole bunch of things to happen at once and I want them to happen really fast in the kitchen. So that's a, that's a consuming passion of mine outside of work. Pardon me for a second. I'm booking a ticket up to your hometown right now. So <laughs> that sounds fascinating. John, it was just a pleasure to get to know you. I know we didn't spend a lot of time together, um, but I just wanted to get a, a little flavor of what makes you tick. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us here on uh, Frontiers. Audience, I hope you've learned something. Now, um, if you are looking for a top-notch programmer, John's on the platform. And if John's not available, we've got other ones that you can look at. Thank you so much for spending some time with us, and I'll talk to you next time right here on Frontiers. Thanks for listening to the Frontier podcast produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to Gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast, and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.